if you're listening to speak, you're just waiting for your moment to interject your rebuttal and not really taking time to understand what that person is saying to you. And I think when we take time to understand what people are saying to us, then we can better understand who they are as people. Tyrone Wise is Associate Director of the Full-Time MBA Student Experience Program at UC Berkeley's Haas School of Business. He's chair of the Black Staff and Faculty Organization, and he's co-chair of Berkeley Veterans, a staff organization on campus. He's also the advisor for the NAACP Youth and College Division at UC Berkeley. For Black History Month this February, Wise and a team at the Black Staff and Faculty Organization are showing Accidental Courtesy. It's a 2016 documentary film that follows Daryl Davis, an African-American jazz pianist, as he forms friendships with members of the Ku Klux Klan, often through their mutual love of music, and ends up convincing more than 200 Klansmen to leave and denounce the KKK. Here's Davis speaking in the film. I have seen the future. I know what can be done. I know how people can get along. It bothers me that they can't see that when there are so many examples or they're not willing to see it. People tend to feel comfortable around things with which they're familiar. And sometimes they may become xenophobic or develop a fear of things that are different. That fear can be overcome. If they go beyond that fear and develop a hatred, that's harder to overcome. One of his main questions is, how can you hate me and you don't even know me? And and one of the things that was, was impactful was um, one of the members was was a head of the Baltimore um, Klan um, affiliate, and and he was also a police officer. And so when he changed his life and, and walked away from hate, he gave him not only his robe as his position in the, the Ku Klux Klan, but he also gave him his police officer jacket. Um, and so that just that just shows how ingrained hate and racism and, and systemic oppression is within our systems and how you never know who people rep, what people represent during their day job. Um, but more importantly, how a conversation of just seeing people as people can change your mindset on what you thought you knew. This is Fiat Fox, a UC Berkeley podcast. I'm Ann Bryce. Wise grew up in the Central Valley of California. After he graduated from high school at 17, he knew that he wasn't ready to live on his own. No one in his family had gone to college, and it was expensive, so it didn't seem like an option at the time. His grandmother had worked for the Army, and he'd heard from her that serving in the military would give him an opportunity to see the world. So he decided to enlist in the Navy. I traveled the world twice before I turned 21, um, and so that was a great experience. And just being able to see a world not through the lens of America, but through my own lens um, was very interesting because I was able to see things that aren't necessarily represented in our news and our history um, and in our culture. So just it opened my eyes to to see um, other people in their in their element. 
After serving eight years, Wise left the military and went to college, eventually graduating from University of the Pacific in Stockton with a bachelor's degree in psychology and a master's in education administration. Now at Berkeley, where he's been on staff for almost two years, he's leading conversations about dismantling racism and creating a more equitable campus. They're conversations that he hopes will help to build a greater sense of community at Berkeley for people who might not always feel like they belong. It's something that Wise says he's felt throughout his experience in higher education, both as a veteran and as a person of color. Feeling a sense of community and belonging is essential to our survival as a species. That's according to Dacher Keltner, a psychology professor at Berkeley who studies happiness and human emotion. You know, we are a, the most individualistic culture ever. And I think that the California even privileges it to a greater extent. Freedom, self-expression, identity, individuality, right? But but we have lost a sense of um, community and shared quality. I've taught the science of happiness for 20 years, and, and you know, it's such a mis- mystery, like what makes us happy, what gives us meaning. And, and what we can say is definitively that if you want to feel good about life, find social connection. You know, and if you're an introvert, find one person that you really love, right, and that you confide in. Um, it, it, you know, when we feel that sense of connection, it activates the release of oxytocin, dopamine in the brain, the opioids, which help you feel really comfortable, the vagus nerve that I study, which regulates your cardiovascular system and your digestion. Uh, it's just good for us, right? Um, and then when you don't have those connections, like people in solitary confinement or elsewhere, you, you suffer profoundly. Keltner is the faculty director of the Greater Good Science Center at Berkeley, which studies the science of well-being and teaches skills that foster a thriving and compassionate society. One way to begin to build a sense of community, says Keltner, is by having conversations and figuring out what we have in common with one another. It's something that the center has been working to do with its program, Bridging Differences. People have been working hard at this, and uh, as a really collective species, we're good at this. Uh, And in some sense, you know, as we everybody knows, the one of the worst dimensions of the new technologies, the Twitters and the Facebooks, is you know these echo chambers and ideological bubbles. Um, So you know, one thing in terms of expectation is you know search for shared values, share things. Most people you know, care about um, their kids. Most people, most people care about the environment. You know, most people want a better future. Most people want most human beings to live well. The other thing is to, you know, is to honor difference and recognize that democracies are noisy. There's a lot of good research that when you can get opposing partisans to focus on shared values, they do a bit better. When you can get them to figure out ways to appreciate each other's differences, they do better. And that's our challenge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you do you think it's always worth it to try to find something um, in someone where you connect? I think 
you know, it's hard to find rules that apply to 100% of contexts, you know, but I would say 95% of the time. And importantly, we need to separate institutions from people or, you know, informal institutions. You know, uh, if you went right up to a white supremacist, a proud boy, you know, as they were on the Berkeley campus a while ago, and you talk to them over a beer, you'd find some common ground, but you cannot tolerate institutions at harm. Um, and so, you know, we've got to do that hard work of, you know, separating individuals from the kind of the movements that are pernicious. And, and you know, the it's interesting because um, the, you know, people often associate the Greater Good Science Center, you know, in my work with like, always be compassionate, accept everybody. And in the deeper traditions of compassion, like a lot of the Buddhist traditions, they have an idea of tough compassion to step in and in a good way, um, guide the person to a different form of behavior or out, you know, so, uh, but I think most of the time it's good to connect. his work on building community on campus, Wyeth says he tries to include a wide range of perspectives and to make decisions where everyone feels heard. We all bring an experience and a leadership and, and a knowledge base that we can put that all together and create something amazing. I, I definitely want to acknowledge and lift up Chancellor Chris too, and all her work um, being part of the BSFO and, and, and CISO organization. Um, coalition of, of ethnic staff organizations. We have meetings with the chancellor often, and we talk about this very this very topic. and And her leadership has been instrumental in, in helping us create changes and create opportunities for growth that allow us to be a more equitable campus. And so, um, from from the top down, I can say that there are people who are willing to be in the fight with us. I think is is the exciting part of this role is that we're able to have these conversations and be heard with the intent to make change. Wise says that by asking tough questions and truly listening to the answers, like Davis does in Accidental Courtesy, we can bring about meaningful change in our society, building community one person at a time. For Berkeley News, I'm Ann Bryce. You can subscribe to Fiat Vox, spelled F-I-A-T-V-O-X, and give us a rating wherever you listen to your podcasts. Artwork for this episode was by Holden Nelson. If you enjoyed this episode, consider sharing it with a friend. We also have another podcast, Berkeley Talks, which brings you lectures and conversations at UC Berkeley. You can find all of our podcast episodes on Berkeley News at news.berkeley.edu slash podcasts. <laughs>